When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So if you bet finishes early on tonight's card in the prelims, three fights, three finishes so far in the UFC, the main card gets going as soon as we get off air tonight. Welcome back into Tapped Out here on the BetQL Network. We're talking fighting. Brendan Tobin in Miami, Sean Levine in Kansas City. Brendan, you're going to fight me if I told you that I think Derek Lewis has a better separation than Ty Tuivasa when he wins? Yeah, come on, dude. The shoe is the best thing going right now. Like, I love Derek Lewis interviews. He's always hilarious. But the shoe, he has the people in the crowd doing the shoey now. People are giving him the shoes as he walks back. I don't think anything's ever going to top the shoey. I don't think it's backflip off the cage. None of that nonsense. The shoey is the greatest celebration going right now. Derek Lewis, hilarious guy. He's had some great one-liners, but no, not better. Talk about that. Or you, or you talk about that, that thing that he does where he looks like an orca. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That that's thing what you're you talking got. about? You think that's better than the shoey? Dog, I've literally watched that on repeat on YouTube after every Derek Lewis win for hours at a time. I love the Derek Lewis celebration. By the way, if I was down in Miami with you, I'd put soap in your mouth like your mama did when you were young. You, you know that Justin Gaethje's celebration is the best. The guy does no. a backflip. What are you talking about? He has a backflip off the top of the octagon. Nothing against, you know, how impressive it is to take another man's shoe, pour a beer in it, and drink it. But to me, that's more nasty than impressive. No, it's 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 the best thing going. The the shoey is – everybody's looking for it. It's, the, it's like I, I, against Derek Lewis. Like, I love Derek Lewis. Don't want him to lose, but, man, do I want to see a shoey. And and that's that's part – I don't even care how he gets it done. Celebrate with the shoe. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy, and I love all the people being disgusting with him. As he walks out, the place goes nuts for him. By the way, we're a week away from that fight happening, the co-main event coming up next week for Israel Adansanya, Robert Whitaker. Ty Tuivas is going to go at it once again with the Black Beast, Derek Lewis. You're going to fight me if I tell you that Hamzad has a better chance to be champion before Sean O'Malley. Before you answer this, Sean O'Malley's coach, Tim Welch, coming up an hour from now on the BetQL Network with us. I'll repeat the question. Hamzad has a better chance to be champion than Sean O'Malley. I'm not going to fight you on that just simply because welterweight is so lacking in new right. blood. So I think that's the reason I would probably say he's got the better chance. Bantamweight is stacked. And, you know, Sean's been very open. Like, I'm going to do the slow roll, and he's going to kind of crank it up this year with his new deal and all that type of stuff. Um, but I would say that's the reason I agree with you. I'm not going to fight John Hamza at having the better chance. Yeah. So Sean's contract's about to run up and he still hasn't really fought the who's who of the UFC yet. It feels kind of like they're still in that slow roll. They're waiting for that. What do you think that's going to look like? Because he's talked about becoming the next Conor McGregor when it comes to his popularity. I feel like he's on that trajectory, but look at Conor McGregor. He started fighting the who's who right when he stepped into that octagon. Sean hasn't done anything like that. No, he hasn't. And that's why, you know, we had this argument last week about greatest featherweight champions of all time. Like I almost consider that like just a title run in itself because he went through everybody like a buzzsaw. I don't know. I mean, it has to start now. And and I, look, there's not many guys you can hide from in that division. It is a very, very stacked division, um, you know, between 
Yan and Sterling and Dillashaw and even Aldo. Like, I mean, Corey Sanhig and Rob Font. Like, but this, the, the Deer of Leshy, Dominic Cruz, like 135 is sick. It's just, it's got so many guys that you would love to see Sean O'Malley. I don't really, you know, it has to be like top. I wouldn't even say, I would say top 10 from here on out if he's 12th right now. It's crazy to think who Connor was thrown into when it comes to the Wolves at the very beginning and taking care of all those guys. Uh, speaking of Connor, I don't think that he's in the UFC GOAT conversation. You're going to fight me if I tell you there's only two right answers to that, and it's John Jones or GSP. Um, No, I'm not going to fight you on that. I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't, I, I'm trying to think like who else, I mean, it, do, are you taking Silva just because too many losses at the end and the steroids? Yeah. Those both sound like pretty good reasons to me. John's got the steroid thing too, though. Touche. And we don't, we I mean, to- G- and, and Nick, and Nick Diaz said that GSP did steroids. <laughs> oh, come on now. He said a lot of different things that we know damn it aren't true, especially <laughs> that one. I take his word for it. He's a, he's a, he seems like an honest guy, Nick Diaz. So, no, exactly. uh, I, so I'll take, uh, I'm going to take steroids out of it. Cause I don't care about steroids. Um, does Anderson, does the, does like the collapse, does it, is it, too, does it dent the resume too much because there were so many losses at the end? Like, do you think that's, that's a good enough reason why he shouldn't be there anymore? Or does his run to the top mean that you put him in like a top five, but you wouldn't have him as the absolute top. I wouldn't have him at three. Like, it's funny that you say that I would have Khabib ahead of him. Really? Yeah. I mean, what did Khabib not do that Anderson Silva did? Unless you're talking about longevity. But longevity, if you think about it, in the case of Anderson Silva, is the one thing that's held him back. Yeah. I mean, I, I see, for me, the thing that I'm always going to hold against Khabib is I feel like he left us when he was getting better. And so maybe that's like a case you think, oh, well, he, then you like he could have been undisputed goat. I just think that. I'm disappointed that we didn't get more of Khabib. Like he had so many injuries early on in his career too. So many fights that pulled out. We never got to see him versus Tony Ferguson uh, and Tony Ferguson. I mean, like now has fallen off the face of the earth, but that was a match we've wanted to see forever. So I think, yeah, it's great. Habib has the, uh, has the win over Connor and that's always going to be iconic for him. But did he have a fat cat Connor? Like, you know, kind of past his, past his, uh, his fight prime. I think so. And so for me, I don't, I don't put him in that regard. He, he has the O, so he never lost. Finished his career undefeated. Pretty good resume, especially toward the end. Yeah, you can look at the yeah, guys that he didn't fight. But also, he didn't have the steroids allegations. In the case of John, you can say, well, he's basically undefeated besides the 12-6 to 6 elbow, but you can say he's got the steroids. In the case of GSP, I mean, heck, let's be honest. We know he lost a big rig. It just didn't end up being that way on his tapology record, so... I don't know, man. Like, the more we talk it out, I think there's a conversation for probably four dudes that Mount Rushmore that I always get back to. Uh, Chad Mendez says that Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship paid him more than Francis Ngannou got paid from the UFC, and I believe him. You're going to fight me? Oh, no, I believe him. I think he's talking – I think. I mean, I don't know what Francis, if he got, like, pay-per-view points or anything like that, but as far did. as the disclosed, uh, yeah, I'm not going to – I believe Chad. I know that BKFC – throws a lot of money at these former UFC guys that is but here's the thing though that's that is a kind of an argument in the case of for the UFC it is a platform you know like with all that we give them the hell about oh they don't pay their fighters and listen I want fighters to get paid more too the reason Chad Mendez gets paid so much is because people saw him fight in the UFC that's the appeal you're bringing in those former UFC fans 
kind of into a circus tent. You're like, come, come watch the BKFC. Come see what they got. Like BKFC, and I, I, I've been to some of their events. They're super fun, but it's not like they're building their own young stars. They're poaching these former UFC names, and how do you do that? You got to pay them a ton of dough. Speaking of paying a ton of dough, how's Dana going to keep these guys out of the boxing ring? Let's take a guy like Nganu, for example, who basically has threatened that not only will I leave and go fight Tyson Fury, but once my contract runs up, part of my new contract, I wanted to stipulate that I'm allowed to go do that. It kind of feels like we're at a tipping point here because we all know, I mean, if we're talking that off the top, a guy who's in a bare knuckle fighting contest can make as much as a guy fighting for a UFC belt. It makes all the sense in the world that if you've got any kind of a name, even if it's the UFC that built up that name, you're going to start boxing here in the next couple of years. Yeah, but it's going to be a one-off. Like Chad Mendes is even saying, like, if I don't like it, I'm not going to do it again. Like, he's he's a guy who's at the end of the road, you know? It's not a guy who's still in his prime. I think that for other guys, they're going to use that UFC, and it's like, Hey, this is this is I'm gonna build something here and 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 keep it going, keep it going. With mostly with BKFC, you know, you see Paige Van Zandt didn't work out great for her. Um, it, it's and also it's not an it's not an easy fight to transition to. It's it's funny enough, a lot of experience really matters in BKFC. Like getting a couple of fights under your belt, these crazy people. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it's a threat. Like I don't think BKFC is a true threat to him. And and for boxing. It's going to be great. Francis Ngannou, I think, is a unicorn. He is a, he's a guy that people would be intrigued by because of the power. But I think people are – I wonder what kind of a hit it takes if he goes in there with Tyson Fury and he gets obliterated. Then everybody's going to be like, see, this is what happens when you send the UFC guys over to boxing. So it's going to be an interesting thing. Like, if he does ever get that matchup, what he's kind of carrying on his shoulders with that. I would say less times than more, if that makes sense guys have gotten obliterated in that situation. Like, you think about the Logan Paul fight versus Mayweather. Say what you will, but he hung around with him. The Connor fight versus Mayweather. I understand for every one of those, there's a, you know, Jake Paul versus uh, Tyrone Woodley. But it feels like a lot of the time, whether it's, you know, a little bit of wink-wink funny business, I'm going to let this guy keep around for betting purposes or for entertainment or whatever it is, that these guys have done all right. So you're going to fight me if I tell you that one day, one day Jake Paul's going to get his way and he's going to fight Conor McGregor. Oh, no, I'm not going to fight you on that. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, especially look, if Conor comes back and he loses to whoever Nate Diaz again, like Conor likes money. What else is he going to do? If he gets offered a ton of dough to fight Jake Paul, um, I could definitely see it. I'm not ruling that out. Can you imagine how big of not a payday necessarily would be off the top of the eyeballs that would be on that fight? Like you want to talk about getting the octagon, getting the UFC fans, getting the fight fans, getting the Disney fans, getting the, the both those guys are wildly famous for a million different reasons. Like that would be a ginormous fight wherever, whoever sanctioned it. I kind of hope it happens. Yeah, I don't know. It makes me kind of sad. Like, no, it makes go. me a little yeah. sick too. I, I vomited in my mouth as I say it. Doesn't it. Make me, it doesn't make me sick. Like, I don't. I, I'm not offended by watching Jake Paul, but it would make me sad to think that this guy, the guy who knocked out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds, the 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 guy who beat Eddie Alvarez to be a two belt champion, like now he's fighting Jake Paul. Like, what, what a fall from great. And he doesn't need to, you know. Like, he's got all the money in the world. Um, but I never rule it out. Like, I think I think that's the thing is these guys do like money. And I think he's going to think, oh, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to dust him. Not the most likable guy in the world, Jake Paul. Either is Sean Strickland, part of the main event tonight, taking on Jack Hermanson. You're going to fight me if I tell you that Sean Strickland is more unlikable than Colby Covington. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I am going to fight you on that. I think that Colby Covington, the Colby Covington fakeness about it all, like it just, Colby Covington feels so much like an act, you know? It's like he is putting on this front, and I get it, you know, especially during, like, you know, the the political times. Like, he wanted to – he definitely caught on to something there, too, like, right when Trump was becoming a big deal. It got everybody booing the hell out of him and all that type of stuff. But it's just – it just feels like when he gets – when he gets off script a little bit, it's like – it could be so cringe. With Strickland, he literally just seems like a dude who is mean, nasty, and kind of a psycho. And so I kind of respect that. That's who he is who he is. Who would you let babysit your kids first? I think Colby would be a wonderful babysitter. You know? <laughs> Brendan Tobin down in Miami, Sean Levine in Kansas City. It's tapped out. Talking about- the, the correct answer is neither one of those guys. Like your wife's going to be just so upset that you said you would let either one of those dudes babysit your children. Colby Covington's, I'm sure you like, he'll teach my kids some wrestling moves, you know? I, I think I think he'd be a wonderful bit. Sh- Strickland, I mean, like I've seen the place he lives. He has to open his he open his toilet top to flush it. Like, I think for him, uh, I don't I don't feel like he'd care if my kid got a boo boo or something. Like, yeah, don't judge, suck it up. Don't don't judge a person whether or not their toilet flushes because I've had to pour a gallon of water in the back of mine for the last week. You're gonna fight <laughs> me if I tell you that a prime Mike Tyson knocks out a current day Tyson Fury. A prime Mike Tyson knocks out a current day Tyson Fury. Yeah, I'm going to fight you on that. I mean, Tyson Fury is 6'9". He's light on his feet. He also now is learning how to use his weight on people and put them away. Um, like, I, I mean, we just saw it. Like, look, T- Tyson was able to pretty much outbox a guy who some think have as much power as, as him and Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder is 6'6". I just, it's got to be, it would be so tough for Tyson to get inside. And I know that was his calling card, like the bob and weave and get to the belly, but not giants like this. This this guy, this guy's a, a different kind of freak in a lot of ways. I feel like everybody Tyson fought was taller than him. Was anybody as tall as Tyson Fury? I mean, we're talking about like a foot height difference in that case. So does that uppercut even connect with his chin? I think Tyson Fury probably wins that fight, which is crazy to say coming out of my mouth. I got Tyson Fury over Mike Tyson. Tyson Fury to uh, one of the, well, I will say this. Tyson Fury is, uh, and I know it's heavyweight boxing, but you can put him on the canvas. I mean, he is, he, you know, people, even, even Steve Cunningham, a, a light heavyweight, put him on the canvas back in the day. So he is a little bit chinny. That is, that is a thing. So Tyson is bringing that to the, uh, the table. Uh, a prime Mike Tyson, but I do think that that height, I think ultimately in that matchup, I feel like Tyson Fury would go back to old school Tyson Fury, where he's just dancing around the guy who just sticks a jab in your face. I don't think he's going to engage with a Tyson with a, with a Mike Tyson. Do you think that Tyson Fury has a chance now that he's kind of on the tail end of his career to end up being a top five weight of all time? Or do you think as you coined his chinniness is going to keep him away from that? Because yeah, he's been knocked to the canvas in several different fights, but damn it. Every time he's got up, Curious to see what happens when he takes on a guy like Usyk, because Usyk's such a good boxer too, even though he's not as big as him. 
you know, those Ukrainians. I mean, they, they, they don't have any weaknesses when it comes to the skills. So I think that he's, if he beats Usyk and he beats Joshua, I definitely think that resume will, uh, and they, and, and Klitschko, like he's of this day. Yeah. I think that it's possible, but he's got some tough stuff, tough tasks still ahead of him. You going to fight me if I tell you that Patrick Mahomes is still way better than Joe Burrow. I mean, I, I, I won't fight you stop, on that, but I mean, stop, listen, man, it's been a stop, tough week for you. Stop, please. You know, I'm in Kansas city. The name's Sean Levine, Brendan <laughs> Tobin down in Miami. Coming up next here on the BetQL Network, the method to the madness. We're going to break down tonight's UFC card. We're going to tell you not only who's going to win, but how they're going to win and when it's going to happen. Right here, it's tapped out. You're locked into the BetQL Network.